Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Best Friends with Benefits. I am Noni. I'm Kristen. And today we have a very special episode for you. Um, there's this book called The Rules. I'm sure you guys have heard of it. And what are the rules? The rules are a simple way of acting around men that can help any woman win the heart of the man of her dreams. I mean, it sounds too good to be true. And you know, we're skeptical. But today we have an amazing rules coach. She's an expert. Okay. This woman has saved my life on many occasions. She's here today with us to answer all of our questions and to give you an idea of what the rules are and what they can do and how they can really help you in the dating world today. So welcome, Alicia. We're so happy to have you today. Thank you so much for joining us. We have been waiting on this episode trust me you guys if you have any dating woes or questions you're going to want to watch this tag your friends that have dating woes and questions so alicia if you could just tell us what made you go down this path in the first place of you know giving yourself to be a dating coach for people well i thought i didn't have very much guidance you know with dating growing up at all my mother got married at you know, 19 and she, I didn't have grandmothers and have anybody guiding me. So I thought I was supposed to marry my high school sweetheart and that didn't work out. So in 2005, I found myself in the bookstore, literally saying to myself, I need some rules. I need some guidance. I need to know what to do for dating. And I went to the bookshelf for dating and it said the rules like, okay, <laughs> spend the seven bucks, you know, and just buy this book. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But this many years later, I'm still, a true diehard fan of the rules because they are just not just a dating philosophy, but it's also really great life philosophy. You know, I mean, even if you don't use it in terms of dating, you can use it in terms of any relationship or anything that you're going through. This is exactly why I wanted you on the show because I definitely, these, this book has changed my life and you specifically, it was so great to have a coach coach you through all of these situations because it does kind of create sort of a boundary. And can you talk more about that? Like you said more about, you know, it's, it, you can apply to dating, but it also can apply to every area of your life. So what are the rules, like why the rules and why do they create such a strong boundary for people? So a lot of people, there's a little bit of controversy, you know, a lot of people are critics of the rules. And when you, try to tell people in a little soundbite about the rules. They're just a little skeptical, like you said, because um, it takes a little more than just a soundbite to really understand the spirit of the rules. It's not just one rule. It's a lot of rules that make up the uh, spirit of the rules or the essence of the rules. So a few of them are geared toward being yourself, you know, being your best self and having hobbies and taking care of yourself first. So you can be in a healthy relationship before you, you know, you don't want to get into a relationship and not even know yourself. So um, taking care of yourself, eating well, exercising, dressing the way it makes you feel good will automatically set you up to have more confidence and just be what we call quow. So creature unlike any other. Um, and that you are a creature unlike any other. You just have to sort of work to believe it in some people's cases. So as far as um, some of the rules, they, 
the best way to describe it is that you have to, like you said, set boundaries. And one of them is, you know, pacing the relationship. So you don't want to start off hot and heavy. I've seen so many of my friends just, oh, I met this guy. I'm hanging out with him Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. <laughs> I'm not coming up for air. You know, we're just attached with the hip now. And, you know, it's detrimental to yourself. You're, you're giving up pieces, your friendships and you're, you know, ditching your friends and you're, um, you're not going to your exercise class like you were, or you're not, you know, studying whatever it was on the side that you wanted to study. And you're giving up pieces of yourself in order to be in this relationship. That's probably going to just kind of burn out at some point, you know, women mm. think closer to him he's you know he wants to be with me all the time and the men are like well you know that kind of ran its course i'm done i'm out so thanks <laughs> you know and then yeah you're wondering what in the world happened yeah and it's so great what you said because i just want to tag on that like it's like what attracts men to you in the first place it's like you owning yourself like you doing your own thing taking your classes doing your own thing hanging out with your friends like that's what attracts a man to you right. and I, what i really love about the rules and what with your help honestly too is that you're actually helping the man fall in love with you by not being down his throat and like constantly calling him and not being needy like I, you know, I'm dating someone right now. It's, you know, two months in. And like, he even said to me, he's like, I love that you give me my space and you're not needy and you have all of these plans with your friends. Like you're allowing them to fall in love with you. Right. So right. you're creating that time that it's not just infatuation. They have the time to sort of develop the real feelings. And I mean, it's even just you know, chemistry, actual biology, like that they can have the appropriate chemicals moving forward instead of just infatuation, boom, I'm done. So it right. helps them to look forward to seeing you and think about you and plan dates instead of just, hey, you want to hang out? It's Friday night. Let's let's go. You know, and who knows if he was already who's going to meet up with somebody else and she, you know, ditched him. And now he's like, oh, you're second best. Let me just meet up with you. Because if you start dating somebody and you let them do that to you all the time, just last minute all the time, then you're always going to be last minute with them. And then you're wondering, well, do I have plans on Saturday or not? And you don't make plans with your friends because you're always thinking maybe you're and you're on the hook. And, you know, it's, it's just not healthy for you to always be wondering. The rules are really helpful in knowing this is how he feels about me. You know, this is where mm. because he is just when when you do the rules and when he is receptive to them, not everybody will be but when he's receptive to them then he does call you. He does ask you out in advance. He does want to spend time with you. And you know, you know, that you're secure in the relationship rather than just always wondering. I love this. Okay. So my next question is, why do you think that they're so controversial and like, which of the rules are the hardest to do? So a lot of people who are critics of the rules, they just kind of pick and choose the ones that are they, they seem controversial on the surface. So one of them would be, you know, make sure he always gives you romantic gifts. Well, you know, automatically we think jewelry. Jewelry is a romantic gift. But it's not really about the monetary value of the gift. It's about his time that he's putting into whatever it is. So if he buys you a greeting card and writes a poem in it, that is like the ultimate rules gift. You know, mm. he spent time. He told you in, in words that he loves you and on paper. And, you know, it's not necessarily about the 
the monetary value, like I said, um, because if he buys you a computer, you would think, oh, wow, that's amazing. He spent so much money on me. He must love me. But it's we'd rather a $5 bunch of carnations because flowers are romantic and they're sweet. Mm. And love. You know, if he buys you something that he could buy anybody, then it he could just buy it for anybody. And that's not really that special. So mm. I mean, one of my that's so good. I don't know if he's listening, but one of my prized possessions is my husband made me a bracelet. Like he got all these tiny little copper links and he put it together very intricately. And it's like amazing. Like he spent time on it. You know, it wasn't super expensive, but he spent the time and it was, it's amazing. You know, and that's, that's when you get that warm, cozy feeling like, oh, he does love me, you know, instead of just yeah. I love that. And then which are the hardest you like when you when you're coaching um, your people, um, which are the rules that are people are like resistant to doing? So it really kind of depends on your personality, which ones you're going to find more difficult or more easy. Um, a lot of us were sort of raised without knowing how to date, knowing about boundaries, knowing about how to say no. And we feel mean when we throw up a boundary or we say, oh, look, you know, you didn't really ask me out sooner. You don't say that, but you, you know, you need to ask me out sooner than later. That way I know that I have plans for the weekend. So if you're the kind of person who has trouble with boundaries, then you're going to have trouble with the rules that involve um, saying no if he asks you out last minute. Well, not saying no, but saying, oh, I wish I could, but I have plans. Um, the ones where you have to end things first, like ending phone calls and ending dates first, that for me was always the hardest. Like we're having a good time and we're, mm. you know, he's like, oh, you like cocktails? I know this great bar that, you know, makes crafted cocktails right in front of you. Let's go there. And it's like, oh, dude, we've already been together for five hours. You know, that's a reasonable amount of time for a date. And so I'm going to have to, all an end to it you know and then as the night goes on more cocktails you make worse decisions too so mm, so, good. so the other flip side is if you're um feeling more like i'm an empowered woman i don't need to follow these rules i men and women are equal and you know i i'm in charge of my own company why can't i just and then you're gonna have more of a hard time with the rules that involve letting him lead, like letting him introduce you to other people for his family first, or like inviting him to weddings first, or, you know, paying for dates, like, oh, well, I make just as much money or more, I could just, you know, pay for it. But it's not about the money in that situation. It's about, you know, letting him be the man, letting him, and I know that's kind of a controversial word, like wording in itself, you know, but mm -hmm. rules are sort of a an old timey kind of thing. You want to um, give them the opportunity to fall in love with you. And that takes time. And with the advent of all this technology and how everybody has access to everybody so quickly, mm -hmm. we as a society and technology has evolved, but the biology of, of man woman relationship hasn't really. So you kind of want us, you want to live in like the fifties with that piece of it. When you're coaching people, what do you find is the most common thing that you kind of have to shake out of the habits you have to shake out of your clients? There's a few. Um, a lot of people, like, we were just really not taught how to say no. So, you know, we feel pressured into having sex too soon or we feel pressured into seeing him. You know, we're, we're excited about him. He's excited about us. We want to see each other often and there's there's just such a thing as too much too soon so um the other thing is that when they ask you a question you are 
in the rules world, supposed to be honest, but mysterious. You know, you don't, sh you don't tell him right away about your credit card debt. You don't tell him first date, look, I'm looking to get married and have babies. And so when, when are we doing this? You know, it's, it's much more organic. You take your time. You talk about, you know, books and movies and the hobbies that make you so interesting and all those things that sort of get him to know you as a friend rather than boom, we're lovers already. So people really kind of need to, uh, they need like the help in figuring out how to slow it down and like, how do I manage like my own emotions because I still want to see him too. And then the other one is that um, a lot of times men are not really um, taught anymore to pick us up at our homes and drop us back off. So it's, how do I word it? He knows that I have this expectation instead of just coming out and saying it because right. in the rules, um, over the years, my friends and I have noticed that while they tell you what to do, they don't necessarily tell you the dialogue to do it. So that's that's a lot of what we spend time on is dialogue and how to convey what I want you to sort of do for me without flatline giving him the answer. Yeah, especially in the modern world, like you said, and that's why most of the times I reach out to you, I'm like, I, this person sends me a text and I don't know how to respond or, you know, in modern day, like the rules were written in the 90s, like, they, you know, they're, we have phones and FaceTime and all the texting and all that. So it's like, and plus, there's more of a like, this culture of like, swipe on tinder and just come over my house it's just like this easy right. access all the time and like you said you're you're able to get someone in seconds whereas before you had to like mail a letter to get their attention or something right, like that. right. or they had to call and get your answering machine and never right. really know if you got the message and so they call back you know and that right. that was much more i mean and even further back i mean the way the rules were really originated, they say it was Melanie's grandmother who was like in the you know early 1900s would pass on this mm. information to her mother and then to Melanie and then they eventually, you know, and so the rules were written down in the 90s, but they've been told mm. like over time, word of mouth for years and years and years. So mm. as men have gotten more access to us, it's been harder for us to find happy, healthy relationships because we fall into it too. We're like, well, it's rude not to answer a text right away, isn't it? And it feels that way at first, you know, but right. you're kind of like, well, wait, I still have a life. You know, I don't live on my phone. And even if I did, you're very new to me or, you know, we've only been dating for a couple of weeks, months. You're not like the center of my world just yet. You know, we're still getting to know each other. So. There is another newer book that kind of mentions that. I don't know if you can read. Um, yeah. Not your mother's rules. Yeah, I, that I one have, <laughs> have updated a little bit, you know, as far as how to deal with Facebook and how to deal with FaceTime and texting, and that kind of thing. And it it's actually age related. So if you're a little older, you're supposed to wait a little longer because, you know, we didn't grow up with our faces stuck to our phones. Um, and then the younger generations they have so it's they have a little more of an allowance and, and a little more of like an etiquette that kind of goes with that kind of thing so um, mm. maybe I do that a little bit I think it needs a little bit more of an update because things just keep changing but I always recommend that people read the first all the rules book um, because that really helps you with the spirit the essence of it and then you can kind of once you figure that out, you can apply it to things that just pop up that might not be specifically written down in the book. But you kind of go, well, you know what, based on this and this, then I probably want to proceed this way. Or you can call me and I'll help you out. <laughs> that part. Yeah. I, 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 
We'll give yeah. her info later for sure. Um, go ahead, Chris. Oh, I was going to say, and the rules are funny. Like, it's a funny read. Like, one of the rules is, like, don't open up too fast. And the first sentence is, dating is not therapy. <laughs> right, right. Like, there's many ways to kill a relationship. It's just, like, it's just, it sounds like common sense. But I think, too, it's like, you know, especially we just got out of a pandemic. And, like, people are just like, I, I want to be, I don't want to be alone through another pandemic and I want to get into a relationship. And I think, you know, we don't think about these things, like how to pace a relationship or don't open up too fast. It's like, there's such a, what I've really, what I have learned from the rules is such a, a groundedness and like a basis of self-worth and self-value that you really are the prize like women are the prize and if a man isn't gonna follow the rules or not follow the rules but respond well to them then that's not your person like there it's like such a level of respect that this book gives you for yourself um that that's the one thing i can take away from i mean all the work i've done with you and just reading the book and that's why i was so excited to have you on the show because i i think that every woman should have this knowledge Yes. Even yes. for work, like you were saying, it could do, it could apply to work, like not being taken advantage of at work or, mm -hmm. you know, your certain friendships that just like use you for certain things. And mm -hmm. it just does create yourself as such a high value person. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And then there's also the other side where they show you how to look out for the red flags when you say dating isn't therapy. Well, it's not for him either. So if he sits down and starts talking about his exes and, you know, his problems and he's trying to use you as just an ear, you know, and I'm not talking about marriage. Like when you're married, you obviously you talk to each other about that kind of thing. And there is a rules book for married people. Just so you know, the whole sort of thing is the rules is be hard to get, but easy to be with. So once you're married, then you mm -hmm. slip over to the more easy to be with role. You still maintain your life and your hobbies because that keeps you interesting for your husband, you know. But um, going back to what you had said earlier, yeah, it's about also finding the red flags, you know, that he might be throwing up and not changing him. That's one of the rules. Don't expect him to change. You know, if you mm -hmm. find something that you don't like, you either <laughs> deal with it or you you say, I'm Move sorry, the relationship for me, yes. So yeah. it's just called buyer beware in the rules we say, but he's a buyer beware. If he's already like, oh, well, you know, maybe we should meet in my neighborhood and come on over. And like, he's already like being a little bit too much, you know, that's a, that's a red flag. It's a buyer beware already or okay. alcoholism or, you know, all the other things. What about canceling dates mm. and being late? Canceling dates is a big no-no. If he can cancel a date, like men don't cancel dates with women that they are drooling over. They go whether they have the head cold or not. If it's a true emergency, for example, somebody really is in the hospital mm -hmm. or he's a transplant surgeon, you know, then he will make it known that he is truly sorry that he had to miss the date and send you flowers or make it up to you over and over like you will know if it's truly a real canceled date but if he cancels for just oh my buddy came to town and i wanted to go get drinks with him i'll see you next week no next we call that next next even if, yeah <laughs> what about if they're late what if they're late then i mean they show you that they're not as interested i mean like you have to gauge it common sense like did he have a flat tire for real 
or mm -hmm. is it a chronic problem? You know, is it something that you're always not respecting your time? Because that's what you're, that's what it's about. It's about respecting your time. That's what many of the roles are about is, you know, you ask me out on a date. Okay. That means you get, you know, four or five, six hours. That's it. It doesn't mean you automatically assume you're sleeping over and then I cook you breakfast the next day and then you spend the whole weekend. And it's, it, you know, I'm, it's about respect. So if he's always being late, then you want to take that into account. If everything else is great and he's just one of those sort of loosey goosey people who's late, just be late, just be easy to be with and be ready an hour later than he says he's going to be. If everything mm. else is fine. I mean, that's, that's the easy to be with part. You know, you just right. want to know this guy. I mean, I have a personal story about that if you guys want to hear it. Yes. I, when I met my husband, he would be early. Like he would text me and say, I'm early. Would you like me to stop and have a cup of coffee or can I just come over? <laughs> and I mean, this was like all the time. And I just eventually started getting ready earlier. And then when I met his parents a few months later, they were like, oh, that guy, he's always late. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's amazing. And I have another question and then Noni, you can ask more questions. But my question is if you're already, this is for the listeners out there. If you're already in a relationship and you have not done any of the rules, can you start doing the rules in the middle of a relationship? Or if you're even married, how does that work? Or do you break up with the person? <laughs> it depends on how far the relationship has gone, depending on how you how you deal with it. Um, you don't want to immediately just switch the table, like, you know, switch tables all like quickly. Um, but if you are accidentally, oops, I didn't know about the rules. And now I'm living with somebody. You kind of want to gauge where it's going you know you you ask there are questions that you can ask and say look um i'm wondering you know it's been a couple years are you are you marriage minded or not and you can ask that after a while you don't want to say it in the first couple years but if you're living with somebody and you're thinking well it's been a long time and i i, I want to know if you want to get married at some point if he says yes then okay you dive into your personal life. You spend more time away. You like let him come to you. You create that want, you know. Um, if it's a new relationship, then you can just start doing the rules. If you're married, then the rules are different. So it, it involves, you know, there was an example in one of, in the book that a man always got up early to really loud music, and she couldn't understand why he couldn't just change, you know, and not do that because he's married now, and so why can't you just be considerate of me? But it turns out that as a married person, you need to make more concessions, so you can kind of got to roll with it. So she ended up getting up early, going to the gym, letting him have his music, and got her workout out of the way in the beginning of the day. So, and it's personal, obviously, but you can always do the rules. I will say that if it wasn't a rules relationship to begin with, which means if he didn't pursue you first, it's less likely to, if you know, if you're in a hard relationship, it's less likely to ever become a rules relationship because it just kind of failed before it started. Like that's the harsh part of the rules is don't talk to men first because you will never know if he was really going to talk to you or if he was just kind of like, oh, this attention's nice, you know, and then it, it turned into something that maybe would never have materialized if he hadn't talked to you first. Mm -hmm. And that's that's a hard one to follow. <laughs> Ooh, this is so good. Okay, so 
couple of questions. Number one, are there rules for men? Because it sounds like there's a lot of training that women have to do on our end, and it would be so much easier if they already kind of had a handbook. Oh my God, I love that. <laughs> well, in that they need to follow our rules or they're out. Yes. Um, I would coach a man if he were ever to come to me, but the, mo the, the idea is that you're the woman, you're the one, and it says it in the marriage book. You're the woman, you're the one reading this book. You're the one who is going to put in the work, but it is so worth it. Like, because you get married to a person that you, nobody settled for anybody. Mm. You are both happy and he feels like you are the best person because he worked to get you. You know, you didn't just throw yourself at him. Men don't want you to, men don't want anything thrown at them. Like, obviously right. they, they do, but they don't. Because what do they do? What do they spend all their time doing? Challenging things, right? They do sports. They do competitive things. They right. go hunting. They go fishing. They, you know, and if we just throw ourselves at them, that's not fun. I mean, that's why they play video games. You know, they want the, the challenge of figuring out the problem and how do you fix it? And so just mm. giving yourself to them. Actually, there's a really good analogy um, in the, the book that I sometimes tell people to read. It's called... Um, and you know this, um, why men love bitches. And so in the, in the book she writes, and it's bitches in like a friendly way. Like we, we wanna be bitches because it's more clever to be a bitch than to be a doormat. Um, but why men love bitches, she makes an analogy to hunting and men spend hundreds of dollars and hundreds of hours like researching the moose. Where's the moose? You know, where is it gonna go? Where's the moose? <laughs> gonna get the moose? They get up at the crack of dawn with their buddies and they sit out in the freezing cold winter to get this moose. How do I, where do I kill it so I can get it to the car because it's huge and it has antlers and we have to get it around the trees. It's that, you know, really heavy. Meanwhile, that same, you know, and then they, they take the moose home, they put it on their mantle. Look what I did. Look what, they, everybody comes into the door. Look what I did. Look, look, look how great I am. And then conversely, if that same moose just shows up on their doorstep on Saturday morning, <laughs> what is this garbage? Get a, get it away from me. I don't Wait. want it. Right? So don't be the moose. Ooh. Don't be the, don't be the moose that goes to their house. Be the don't moose be that's the hard to get. Mm -hmm. Got to be hard to get moose. Be hunted. I love that. So be I hunted. think we got to give the people some scenarios. We have, this is for free 99 right now. We have a dating expert and I know she's being so sweet right now. <laughs> when Krista tells me the advice that you gave, I'm like, damn, I thought I was harsh. So <laughs> I would love to just throw out some scenarios. If women are watching, they can kind Woo! of, I love what you say is not just advice, but like how to say it, right? Mm -hmm. So there might be some women that are watching, they're already dating someone, maybe they did follow the rules. I don't know if this is in the rules, but there always comes that point where you're like, what are we? Is there a timeline for how to ask that, when to ask that? You've been dating for a minute, but you it feels like you're going towards a serious relationship. How, how does one tactically approach that uh, situation? So in a rules relationship, the way it's set up is that he's always wanting more. He's always calling you. He's always can't wait for the date, planning things that you want to do. He's always trying. And so when you do the rules, you don't let him just have all access to you. That's what being married is. You know, you once you have 
kind of achieved me, then, you know, you can have access to me at any moment. So you never see them more than four or five times a week, even a year in. So they're automatically sort of um, prepped to want to see you more and they it, it spurs them on to propose sooner or not, you know, not lagging for three years. So after a year, maybe two, depending on your age, um, he should have proposed by now just because that's how the rules work. If you get past that point, you can say to him, look, um, I've enjoyed the time we've had together and I would really like to know where this is headed. And you can ask it point blank at a certain point. You can't start with it. But I would really like to kind of know um, where this is headed. And men will tell you the truth. They will say, oh, I thought we were just having a good time. Or, oh yeah, I'll, I'll propose, you know, we're gonna, I think we'll get married. You know, and then you can say when. I mean, it, like I said, it depends on how long you've been going out, but um, you can ask when. And so they, you don't wanna rush them because they, they do need to have their own timeline. But um, yeah, you, you can absolutely say. And so if he says, look, I really never thought I wanted to get married and I still don't, then you just break up. Like, I mean, it's that oh, hard to wow. do. You just say, okay, that's not what I'm looking for. Thank you. You know, and it's harder once you've been living with them. Like that's part of the reason you don't want to live with somebody too soon because no. if you're not serious about it, then you've already moved in, you've joined accounts, you've you know, done all these yeah, things. Yeah, that makes it tougher. Right. Well, what about exclusivity like saying oh we're only dating exclusively like i think it's more along the lines of that like do you have that kind of conversation or does that just naturally come up or how like what about the girlfriend boyfriend conversation that should come from him all of that like he should lead the whole relationship with the exception of the pacing like you definitely need to slow him down because men will usually go as fast as they want to but um with with the whole, I love you, he should say it first. Introducing you to his family first. Taking you to weddings first. We don't mention weddings. We don't mention marriage. There are key words you don't say. Um, he should be asking you if you would like to be in a relationship. So the thing is, while you're not with him, he doesn't know what you're doing. You're not telling him your whole schedule. You don't share your Google Calendar with him. You don't say, oh, yeah, I have to work tomorrow or I have, you know, you, you should be dating multiple people until you are in a, an exclusive relationship. So that also helps you do the rules a little more easily because you don't, you're not focusing on one guy. Why isn't he calling you? Why isn't he calling you? Well, somebody else is calling you, so it's great. <laughs> uh, but it, that, that part should come from him. If it gets to the point where he hasn't proposed after a year or two, then that's when you have that conversation. But everything else should be led by him. Um, there was something else I wanted to add that. No, that's good. And ladies, I know a lot of you out there like, Ooh. <laughs> all good. Pick up the books. Um, give Alicia a call. Uh, the other thing that I wanted to ask about was even before you even get to that, you there's not even a guy in sight. But how do you set yourself up to get someone that is quality? Because I've heard like if you're trying to meet someone, like going to a bar or a club might not be a place where you're going to find someone that is looking to date someone seriously. Do you have any advice around even where to start to look for a potential partner? Yes. So you don't, and, and that's one of the things is you don't need a group of men. You just need the one that you're going to marry eventually, hopefully. So 
um, a good place to start is things that you already like to do. So if you already like to, and they always give the example of tennis, if you like tennis, then take some tennis lessons and, you know, find yourself or, you know, surround yourself around people who have that same hobby. Take a cooking class. If you like cooking, take different classes. I wouldn't recommend taking classes that are women centric. Like I used to volunteer at a cheese place and we thought it would be a great idea to have a fondue mixer, but mostly women showed up. So watch out for those kinds of things because while men and women are equal, they have different interests. So there's, um, I can't remember exactly what it's called, but it's something like Pig Island that they have every summer. It's a a barbecue, a huge barbecue of beer. Like go there, you know, find, Mm. find out where the guys are hanging. Go where the men go. Right, go where the men go. This is amazing. You know, thank Alicia. I love you. <laughs> we gotta. We're we're gonna wrap this up because we don't want to give too much away for free. So why don't you tell everybody where they can find you to get some rules coaching? So my blog is advice by Alicia a l i c i a dot com. Um, you can find, like, I, I, you know, write different blogs about different holidays and things and how to give gifts and, you know, what to expect. And, you know, I kind of dive into the rules a little more just in blog form. I have an Insta advice by Alicia. Um, and yeah, that's, I mean, that's the best ways to find me. So, I mean, my, and my email is dating advice by Alicia at gmail.com. All right. You're about to get flooded. (laughs) But thank you so, so much for for being a part of this. I think you shed light on a lot of things and a lot of ways of thinking about dating that people did not think about before. Um, But this has been amazing. You guys hit her up on social media. Definitely do hit us up with any questions as well. And thank you so much for listening and watching. Thank you. See you next time.